Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. What's going on, everybody? It's Kevin Lewis White. Just beamed down from the fifth dimension to spend some time with you guys all here on the Beyond Borders podcast. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, Beyond Borders Media. And trust me, if you hear something you didn't like, go do your research. not gonna play with this we're not gonna play with this not tonight not any night not any day not any week hey y'all grab me any day above ground live it so y'all know what to do share like and subscribe that's right share like and subscribe i'm not like other youtubers i'm different we got to talk about this folks now for those on youtube and twitter you are seeing a screenshot of a show that's been getting talked about a lot in the black community the last month or so. And for those on the audio, I have a picture of, of a show that Amazon has produced and put out. And I think it just ended, actually. I think. No. Well, it says December 3rd, so might have just started. But I saw on IMDb that it had episode 10 already so unless they probably just put out all the synopsis synopsis already whatever anyway this is a show called Harlem and it's supposed to be about four black women navigating you know life in Harlem obviously you know life career love and all that crap folk to me, I saw a couple clips from this show, including the legendary viral clip where this chick, the one, I guess when you see the photo, you go look it up, she's in the silver getup. She went to go get her hair did, but she went to a male barbershop because, you know, she got the stud haircut. And they were talking real greasy, the men, of course. They were talking real greasy, as men do. And she got offended. And... One of the dudes in there had to say to the guys, hey, nah, this is not cool. There's a lady present. And I said to myself when I saw the clip, I said, what? Folks, I don't think if men walked into a beauty salon, they would curb their tongue. So why should we when there's a lady present? You know what a male barbershop entails we talk about politics we talk about sports we talk about everything and we do use colorful language but it goes to a bigger problem with what's going on with these quote-unquote black shows where they have people who are writing these shows but they do not have an ounce or modicum of what the black experience is. 
Now, the creator of this show is Tracy Oliver. Now, we looked up Tracy Oliver. We did. <sighs> Folk. Now, says she's a writer. She wrote Girls Trip, First Rise Club, and Harlem. Okay. This is according to our IMDb. Now, Girls Trip, they said, was a success. I didn't see it. Didn't want to see it. Y'all get mad at me all you want. I could care less. But for her to write that scene and subsequent other scenes in that show kind of shows that you haven't been around enough. That's how it comes off of me. You haven't been around enough black people because you're perpetuating stereotypes. So let's start this. So this show, Harlem, has Megan Good and some other people. I don't know the other three, but you have a show where you are spotlighting a woman looking for love. You have this other chick. You have a dark-skinned chick who they say is gay. And then this other light-skinned woman. Now, we can surmise that, again, someone is trying to play fan service to the LGBT community. Because you have, of course, and it has to be the dark-skinned one, of course. The one that is hypersexual. Because there was a scene in the show, I'm not gonna I don't even know which episode it was, but when I saw it, I was like, what's going on? You have her running around with this gay guy trying to help the gay guy find a guy to have sex with. And you're talking about how big a black guy is if he has a big you know what. And we're saying and I'm looking at this and I'm like, why are we doing this? How is this a black experience? So you're once again trying to say that black men, all we think about is sex and we have a one-track mind on things. But we all know if we wrote a show depicting four black men walking through Harlem and talking like this, the creators all the way down to the goddamn person that gives the coffee to the actors and actresses would begin dragged through the mud but this show is cool and even the chick with the low haircut they decided okay she's gay too so we're going to film her having a sex scene in the show with another woman for what didn't make sense but okay so I'm looking at this show and I'm like, this is Amazon. This must be Amazon's version of living single. That's how I looked at it. Except it wasn't funny. There was no chemistry. And it's just like, we're going to take a Fox show and see how far we can take it. But hey, the show ain't for me. It is what it is. I hope they got paid well. And I'm pretty sure since it's 
an all-female ensemble. It's going to get a second season. I'm sure it is. So, you know, enough of that. So tonight, again, the show is about toxic femininity. Now, here comes the controversial part. I am aware of the black manosphere, ladies and gentlemen. And if those who don't know what the black manosphere is, it is a space on social media, predominantly on YouTube. Other male-run sites like FS Avenger. But it's where men can put up content and have conversations with other men about what's going on in the black diaspora, mostly about relationships and women. And I've known about them. I've been participated in some channels for the last, I want to say, six years. And I have my issues with them based on the fact that sometimes they do go overboard with their commentary. Like, okay, we get it. You don't like women. You don't have to constantly remind people of what the downfalls of women are. Like, you can have a successful channel and a successful brand by catering your message to helping other brothers succeed and showing other brothers, you know, how to get into crypto, how to start businesses. Even if you want to talk about relationships, you can do it in a way where you're not overly killing the women. Because, of course, women have their own criticisms. We know this. Yet they'll never admit it to you, but yes, they have their criticisms. But shows like Harlem reinforce why these men go that hard. Because we, the real black men are trying to elevate the status of how the black woman is viewed in the world. And it seems like every time we think we can turn that corner, we get punched in the face. Because we have black women who think that, okay, thought culture is in, whole culture is in. Let me go scam millions of dollars out of these production companies and create shows and create avenues for people to see black women that they call empowering but it doesn't come off as empowering. It comes off as a stereotype. And then when others call them out on it, then we're hating. We're the problem. We can't get no sex. Which is hilarious. Because men can get sex any day. Then they're going to be the same ones when they're like, okay, we can't get sex. And then they run to the other sides. Then they're like, oh, we're colorists and things like that. You know, them, those old tropes that people are starting to get tired of. And as I said, we're trying to elevate our women because, you know, everybody's going to trot out how Malcolm said, no nation can rise above its, its women and things like that. You know, they love saying black women is God and all this, which is a toxic feminine statement, by the way. And I'm sure my wife just rolled her eyes in the bedroom, which is fine. I, I maybe she, 
which you'll hear more now. But, folk, I'm going to get a little R-rated here. Because it was a video that I saw on Tariq Nasheed's page today and disturbed the hell out of me. We always say there's a time and place for everything. And yes, there is a time and place for everything. Sometimes certain behavior can be accepted in a space where it's not regularly accepted. But most times, things like that are not to be expected. So, YouTube fair use. This is for commentary purposes when I'm fixing to play. On the audio, I will explain to you after the video is over. I'm only going to show about 20 seconds of it. But I'll, I'll explain it to you after it plays. And my kid decided to get up. She always knows when I'm online. But look at this video, and I'm going to come back with my commentary on it. That's all I'm playing, folks. I, I can't stand it after that. Folk, okay, so those on the audio. That was a video of a wedding reception. And, you know, there's different activities that go, go on. And one of those is, you know, the woman or the man does something for their bride slash groom. You know, like you pull the garter or they throw the bouquet, you know, things like that. But this one decided to not only give the, her new husband a lap dance in front of everybody, but she decided to change her outfit into a X-rated outfit while her bridal party were dancing. Like a Michael Jackson film. And I saw the video and Tariq had asked, hey, do you think this is going too far or not? And I said, yes, because you're supposed to stop being an H.O. once you say I do. Unless you're still screwing pasta. But that's another subject for another day. We're not going to talk about pasta today. Not today. Not today. But yes. Folk, this is, this is toxic masculinity. No, it's not, because on one hand, people will say that the man should have said something. That's your bride. Nah, this is toxic femininity, 100%, because you should have enough class, enough class to say, I'm not doing this. I have my parents in the vicinity. I have my husband's new parents, my, my in-laws, and I'm doing this. But we know she doesn't care. Because if she cared, she wouldn't have done it. But I went through the comments section. People were like, you know what? It's sis's wedding. Let her have it. Oh, she must be a stripper. If he's cool with it then that's okay. 
And that's where the problem lies, folks. We accepted this. Now that people are calling it out, now it's a problem. Now you don't feel as gung-ho about it as you used to. You're sitting there watching this, and you put this up. This is also where I got I to gotta take black people to task. You put this up. You got this video from someone, and they put this up. So you put something up on the internet that's going to last forever. So now when you have kids, they're going to find this video. People you know are going to find this video. Hell, even your employer might find this video. You decided to do this. A classy thing like a wedding where Yuri tells you in the stats that black people don't get married. This is supposed to be the representation. If anybody didn't know what a black wedding was, this is going to pop up. <clears throat> but then when people like me say something, we're the ones that are wrong. We're the ones trying to stop people from having fun. We're the ones that are told, you know, it's my life, whatever. Okay, that's right. It is your life. But then you come back around on social issues and get pissed off when things happen. You don't get to have that opinion anymore. But this is a show about toxic femininity. So we're going to continue. Another toxic femininity argument that's come up. Is the fact that I've seen online oh Kamala her whole office is in disarray now and you know people have their opinions on it now all of a sudden they're trying to you know the liberals they're trying to say you know what you shouldn't be attacking a black woman number one she's not black but she's being attacked because you know she's a woman Yet, these people have never researched this woman's history and she's been practicing toxic femininity since she was AG in California. But, you know, such is life. She's a black woman. So, you know, she's infallible. Can't do that. Another example of toxic femininity. My new home state of Georgia just announced $850 will be awarded to some black women down here in universal basic income. Folks, when I saw the article, I read it, it it's complete crap. This is this is just for them to make sure that they vote for old Stacey Abrams come next November. Which by the way, quick promo, January first, the do the documentary will drop. I am officially working on it right now. I have everything scripted out and I have all the articles ready that I'm going to have in there. I'm going to start recording it next Monday after I go see Spider-Man. Dude. Oh, I'm going to be on the Georgia Democratic radar after this drops. But yeah, $850, folks. Like black men can't get none of this money 
Oh, by the way, you have to be single. And I think they said single mothers. So you have to be, that, that, that's where you have to be. Now, one of these, uh, I'm trying to find it. I should have had it loaded up. But one of these articles, I swear to God, they put the worst picture of this black woman. This black woman looked like she was at the ATM. And she looked like she couldn't get any money out. It, it, it was, Lord. <sighs> black women, how do you allow this? How do you allow this? They pandered to you guys all last year. And now they're making you look weak. How are you allowing this? That's a form of toxic femininity. You're not watching out for your sister. Like, are you serious? You're taking money from this state, which people are going to tell me later that they need it. But you're taking money to fuel a stereotype. How's this work? I'm just trying to figure this out. Toxic femininity. You don't give a damn. You'd rather take the money and then pay for the consequences later than ask questions of why. Why are they giving me $850? Okay. You want to ask that question. Okay. Let's ask this question. Toxic femininity. Y'all worried about Karen so much. Notice that online, they're starting to recirculate how bad you guys have been looking the last few years. I know what you're thinking. What is he talking about? Well, if anybody remembers what happened over in Delaware a couple of years ago, there was a man and his wife, I think it was like a whole family. They went to a restaurant and he happened to be a, a war veteran and he had a service dog for PTSD. This black woman decided to go off on him because they had a dog inside the restaurant. Now, I covered this when I had Instagram. I, I went off on it. This was before the podcast. But it, it hit me because today I saw the story come back up. And I was like, this story is three years old. Why are y'all bringing this back up? And so I did a little research. I started seeing them. They started not only circulating that story. They started circulating stories from 2016 when black women started these race hoax, hoaxes talking about white supremacists were sitting running around doing things to them come to find out they were the ones doing it themselves they circulated the Albany bus incident y'all can go look that up these black women accused these white boys of hurling racial slurs at them 
on a bus, yet they didn't realize that there were cameras on the bus, and they started the whole thing. And they were trying to fight the white boys. And then they had the whole black lawyer ACLU jump in there, and they all looked dumb. They brought up when old lady, this this chick who was Muslim and black, she lit herself on fire and then tried to say white people did it, and then they found out she did it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Mickish said, let me see, I forgot how to do this. Uh, chat. Yeah, here we go. So, Mickish said these stories came back up after the small gap verdict. You know, you might be right. I didn't even think about that. So, small you. <laughs> Jesse, I, I was going to do a video about Jesse, but I was like, yeah, everybody did their video already. I ain't got nothing to say about that, man. I knew from day one when he said that he went outside and tried to get a sandwich and two MAGA boys beat his ass. I was like, in Chicago, but on the north side, nah. I, I ain't believing this man. Nah, he good. But yeah, toxic femininity. That's a good, uh, that's a good, I didn't, Mikish, thank you very much. I did not even correlate that. Thank you. So it might be true. It might be because of Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. Took a gay black man to make black women look bad. But that's y'all's best friend. <clears throat> Some of y'all. That's crazy. But yeah, toxic femininity. <clears throat> we can talk about Karens all day. They are the embodiment of toxic femininity but this is a black channel so we're gonna keep it black another example of toxic femininity I just saw over the wire folks I want to show you this now again this is pandering now I used to live in New York folks and they had a chief of detectives That was, I'm sorry, chief of department who just took a job in Suffolk County. So he's going way out east to deal with that whole cesspool over there. Okay. But now New York has a black mayor now. Mayor-elect. He doesn't start till January 1st. So he just announced who his new commissioner is going to be. Now, the current commissioner is a white guy named Dermot Shea. So, folks... The mayor-elect has announced that Keychant Sewell, Sewell, I'm sorry, will serve as the first woman NYPD police commissioner. Okay. So this is her. I don't know if y'all can see it, but she's black. I should be happy about this. Let's see what her credentials are. She's 49. She currently serves as Nassau County's Chief of Detectives. Okay. She was promoted to the position on September 11, 2020, and became the first African American woman appointed to Chief of Detectives. So she didn't even release. So she served about a year and three months. Okay. 22 men of the four. She was also a graduate of the FBI National Academy. So racist PBA President Pat Lynch. 
came out and says, we welcome Chief Sewell to the second toughest policing job in America. Number one is LAPD. Uh, the toughest, of course, is being an NY cop or the NYPD cop on the street. I think LAPD would beg to differ, but we're not going to talk about that. The announcement comes just a few days after Adams selected David Banks for the position of Chancellor of the New York City Public Schools. Another, so he's going to try to have a whole black administration. So like I said, racist Pat Lynch. He don't like black people, we know this. So I'm just waiting for the first police shooting that goes wrong and she tries to not cover for him and then he starts hurling out racial slurs. I can't wait for it. But, you know, that's a my that's a mild toxic femininity. Let's go to a major toxic femininity. We're going to stay in New York. Folks, we all know Mr. Eric Gardner, correct? We do. That brother died. We all saw the video. Everybody focused on Daniel Panaleo, whatever the hell his name is, and his crew. They focused on them all day because they were a bunch of white boys who killed a black man over some cigarettes. And for those that know me, I think differently. So I did my research on it. Toxic femininity, folks. Why do I say that? The leader of that unit that killed that man was a black woman. Yes, sir. And ma'am. Oh, we're going to show her your picture. Oh, we're going to show her. Her name is Kizzy McAdams. Oh, we're going to talk, folks. Oh, we're going to talk, folks. Because this needs to be put out there. We're going to talk. Folk, here is y'all's Kizzy McAdams. Right here. We're going to view the file. This chick. Wait, didn't I share the screen? Yes, I did. Why is it not coming up? That's weird. I figured it would be. Oh, I got it. Uh, I forgot this system. I have to actually bring that into. It's not like StreamYards where they just automatically put it in. Yes, folks. Here's y'all's Kizzy McAdams. This chick. This chick told Eric Garner's people. Told her people. I'm sorry. Told her people to go kill this man. Subdue him is what she said. So a couple years ago before all this crap went down. They said they had all of the cops come in. And I basically give their case of why they should keep their job. And she was the only one that got to keep her job outside of Daniel Panaleo. 
I think the other guys in the unit, I think, got to keep their job. I think they got reassigned, if I remember correctly. Folk, this chick got no charges put on her. None. She ran the unit and got no charges. Pedaleo lost his job, lost his pension. Okay, the white boy can go somewhere. But this chick here. This chick, a black woman, sent a bunch of white boys to kill a black man. Yes, Mickey, yes, Mickey she got no charges. They asked, She had to go in front of all the brass and basically give, give her story. And give her, you know, throw myself on the mercy of the court moment. On why she should keep her job. No charges. Now I made a joke when this happened. I said that she probably. You can imagine what I, you think I said. I probably said it. So again. Daniel Panaleo lost his job and pension. This chick got to keep her job and her pension. And she's still a sergeant, by the way. Yes, Kizzy McAdams, ladies and gentlemen. Toxic femininity. We can talk about more toxic femininity. We got examples for days. Folk, this happened the other day. We all remember Amber Geiger, correct? We do. That's a chick that killed both of John down in Dallas. She lost her second appeal to get out, which is a good thing. I did say she was probably going to get out in two years because, you know, she's a white woman. But I guess that didn't happen. I was wrong there. I'll admit it. But then we have this story, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Toxic femininity. We have a judge, ladies and gentlemen, down in Louisiana. Shout out to Louisiana. Who was a victim of an armed burglary. Sad. That's sad. You're not gonna you're not gonna make light of that. That was sad. Here's where the toxic femininity comes in. She was on video with other people yelling racial slurs as they were talking to police. Fair use, by the way. And now she came out with a statement yesterday or earlier today saying that she was on sedatives when this happened and people that know her know she isn't like that sounds familiar don't it folks we always hear this when somebody gets caught out there oh I'm a friend to the blacks I'm a friend of blacks that's not my character 
They always say, when you're under influence, your true feelings come out. This is Louisiana we're talking about, folks. Louisiana. They've hung many a black person. But for this white woman, this white judge to act like nothing, it, 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 it was the pills and the, and the wine that I took with it. Yeah, toxic femininity. Would you like to continue with toxic femininity? Oh yeah, let's go. We could talk about the mom up in Jersey whose daughter ran away and then come to find out that she was abusing her daughter. That's why she ran away and then she gets arrested. Toxic femininity. We could talk about the woman years ago who chopped up her kids and left them in the freezer. Toxic femininity. We have a whole boatload of incidents you can go find on Reddit of women cheating on their men in the army and all this toxic femininity. But I want to talk about a major, major, major subject of toxic femininity that's never talked about in our community or people are scared to talk about it. And that's what these mothers do to their daughters. Toxic femininity. You're a toxic mother and a toxic female if you don't teach your daughters what's going on in this world. You're a toxic feminine, a toxic feminine individual if you decide to say that my happiness is over my kids' happiness. You're a toxic feminine individual when you knowingly understand what goes on in this world and the amount of temptation that's out here and the kind of individuals we deal with and you don't set your kids up to make sure that they know how to navigate and protect themselves. And we see that way too much in the black community. My wife showed me a picture today. These two chicks and I'm assuming one of them was the mother taking selfies in the mirror. And I read the caption. It said, type WTF when you see it. So I looked at it. It took me three seconds. Okay, maybe five. They took the selfies, yes. Mirror was dirty. That wasn't the WTF. They had the baby in a cubby, like, whatever bookcase looking thing they had they had the baby inside one of the cubbies i guess we call it the cubbies and it looked like the baby was about to fall over so you couldn't put the baby on the bed or the mattress because i'm not going to get into that but if you're black you know why i said mattress you couldn't do that before you took this selfie. You had to have the. <clears throat> but then I got to hear my sistrin talk about what other women are doing, especially that white woman. Over there treating their dogs like children. I got to hear that. But then y'all's house is even worse than theirs. 
We can talk about Casey Anthony all day. But there's plenty of black chicks running around here doing worse. Toxic femininity. Now don't get me wrong. There's plenty of black women out there that, I, that are amazing. They are. But a major part of why we have the problems we have in our communities, they don't call it out. I shouldn't say that. Because there are a lot of black women that call things out. We don't have enough of them. They always want to use either God or it's her life to justify not saying a word. But then when people put up videos and it goes viral and everybody and a mama got an opinion. And most times when the opinion is going against what somebody's trying to do, they get upset. Then they pull out the toxic feminine playbook byline. Y'all just don't want to see black women happy. Y'all just don't want to see black women be great. We want y'all to be great. But we need y'all to have a standard. You can't keep changing the standard. See, I love talking about white supremacy and their standard. That's great. We understand what their standard are. Their standards are. That's why we can fight it. How are we going to get you on the playbook and get you in the formations we need when every time something happens, you want to change things? Or you want to tell people, hey, this is not... This this is this is my life. I'm gonna do what I want. That's not how it works. That's not how life works. You're representing everybody. You're representing all black women. Because, like I said before, most people who are going to search for things, they might see your stuff and think that's how black women are. Hell, we've seen many examples of people who live overseas that are not even in the culture. They'll just type in black women and that's what comes up. The worst of the worst. And then they get a preconceived notion of what our women are. And then we have to work extra hard to change that before we can even say, this is how our women are. That wedding video, that's y'all. All these female rappers you're, you're, you're bigging up now, that's y'all. You type in black women fighting, fight videos, and black women come up, that's y'all. Again, y'all can talk about Karens all day. We got plenty of Keishas running around. 
if y'all say y'all are the queens that you say you are, you guys have to have, I've said it before, you guys have to have a civil war amongst yourselves. You really care about the image of black women, y'all got to go outside and, and, and call each other out. Y'all need to have a major sister circle and y'all need to go figure out what, what the image of the black woman is going to be. Is it going to be thought culture or is it going to be regal culture? So us men can understand how to move. Because if you're going to be thoughts, then we're going to leave you to the Sims. And we're going to go find the women that want to be regal. And we're going to scoop them up and rebuild the black race. Y'all can stay over there. Y'all can go buck dance for everybody else. We're not going to... Most black people now, B1s, we're, we're, we're done with that. We got too many fights we have to fight. And we're not trying to... We, we, we're already fighting... Enough of the C words and the agents and the boule. We can't be sitting here dividing our efforts to come try to correct y'all if y'all don't want to listen. You like shows like Harlem and Power, and there was there was another one that was just y'all letting this new James Bond. You see the backlash happening. Y'all don't even say you know what. Nah, this ain't cool. We don't we we don't we don't want this. All these black women y'all say are writing all these great stories and whatnot. Y'all out here, y'all don't tell them, listen, why don't y'all create us as a female secret agent? The last great female secret agent y'all had was Cleopatra Jones. Tamara Dobson. Shout out to her. Rest in peace. That's the last great one y'all had. Toxic femininity. They got all these YouTube influencers, females running around, all these damn divesters running around talking stuff. Not even realizing their lives are in their lives are in shambles. But they don't want to tell you this. They're letting y'all. They're, they're, they're feeding your, your head with crap. And then. Y'all damn near. Looking stupid right now. Because you try to apply that stuff. And it's not working. I don't know what's going to take. It might have to take things like the manosphere, like ideas from them. We might just have to walk away, but we don't want to do that. And now look where your toxic femininity's got you. But that's just me. Maybe y'all will change it 2022. Maybe. But, you know, that's left to be seen. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. It's getting late. I want to thank y'all for tuning in, listening, watching. Again, share, like, and subscribe. That's right, share, like, and subscribe. I'm not like other YouTubers on different. <clears throat> for those on the audio, make sure you share this episode with your friends. 
Tell them to follow the show so you can stay abreast of when I record and when I upload videos. Follow the Instagram at ChefBoyRD. That's my Twitter. I'm sorry. Instagram is Kid Gravity Beyond or Beyond Borders Podcast. And you can also follow my backup channel, Kid Gravity 2 Beyond. Because I'm sure Instagram will get mad at me once I put up clips from this. But, you know, it is what it is. So, take care, stay safe. You know, the little gnome, he's the authority. So, you know, wear your three masks to get your supplies. And just remember, you guys, women, are the bearer. You, you carry life. So don't carry life. That it's going to impact the message you're trying to send to the world. I know that didn't make sense, but just just marinate on it. All right, peace. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.